This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a pop or kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Hey, 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 everybody. Oh, there's so much, so much stuff to carry. So much going on. I haven't even, I haven't even seen this yet. It looks like a box that would have a, a nice dessert of some kind in it. I want to look at it. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. My name is Doug, and I love movies. This... 
This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you from the UCB Theater in Los Angeles, California on May Day, May 1st, Two Oceans 12. Since last I spoke and you listened, I did a show with Brendan Walsh at the University of New Hampshire in Durham, New Hampshire. And uh, let's see what happened there. Let me read it. <laughs> Several hundred students and uh, locals packed into a uh, brightly lit lecture hall. <laughs> to hear my jokes. I was like, where's the fucking podium? And uh, Brendan played the Leonard Maltin game against audience member Victoria. She took it down and in one round it was over. But her name tag was a cake. It was a, it was a Boston cream pie actually, but it looked like a cake. And it was in a plastic container with a, you know, with a plate and then a plastic thing on top of it. And I, we, I decided to play a game of let's put a garbage can way on the other side of the auditorium and see if I could make, you know, throw the cake into the garbage can. And I threw it and it missed. Very, it was very close though. And it missed. It was a really far throw. It was really ballsy of me. It was like that guy, uh, political guy, somebody, Scott Brown or somebody recently sank a half court shot and everybody's like, wow! And it's like, well, the fucking guy said, I'll try. And he, he did it. And so everybody thinks it's amazing, but he can't do it a second time. So, so I tried to do it with a cake and I missed. And uh, the... The thing, the, the plastic on top of the cake was so sturdy that the cake didn't fall out of the thing when it hit the ground after I threw it 50 feet. So then we had Brendan try and it didn't open up again. <laughs> then we got Nils from the front. Nils is the, like, the Jordan of uh, the University of New Hampshire. <laughs> He was in the front row, and he, uh, he threw it, and uh, it, it didn't break open again. So then I, th so the fourth time, I threw it again, still missed. We never got it in the garbage, but when it hit the ground, it splattered and went everywhere. And uh, so now that there's a, a dessert item sitting right here, I'm like, I'm now, I'm now obsessed with the idea of, of throwing it. Because it's, it's fun to throw a huge piece of dessert. Note to my Twitter friends, please do not flood my timeline with Leonard Maltin category suggestions. One at a time, wait it out, see if that one worked. <laughs> or, or just send one on occasion. You know, you don't, you don't need to just... I, sometimes I'll open up my feed and there'll be like ten in a row from somebody and I just like glaze over like, can't read ten of these and pick any of them. So, uh, and also, I generally do categories that revolve around like... If it's a specific person, it's a specific person in these kinds of movies or something. A lot of people send me something where the whole pun is based around just the name of one actor or one director. Sometimes a director or actor has only got like three or four movies, and it just narrows it down too quickly and too easily, and it's not as much fun for me. So keep that in mind. And as long as I'm mentioning... Oh, the, <laughs> that's so funny that I wrote, as long as I'm mentioning birthdays, and I said nothing about birthdays... <laughs> I will do a, you know, a famous actor or director if, if it's their birthday. Then, then, then that's a good excuse to make the category just about them. So you don't have to worry about those. So just submit things that are a little bit more uh, creative, if you will. But speaking of birthdays, because now I really did. <laughs> I will not give you a birthday shout-out on Twitter, no matter who you are. <laughs> okay, some people I will, like famous people. <laughs> you know, if, if Tom Cruise writes to me and says, hey, man... I really, I really need an RT on my birthday. I'm going to go, you got it. 
everyone on Twitter has been born. It's not an accomplishment. It doesn't deserve a retweet. There's no unborns on Twitter. Now it's time for Tweet Relief, tweets about movies. At Addison Wiley tweeted, if any of those aliens in Battleship hit Rihanna, I'm not gonna like any of those aliens. <laughs> Agreed, I don't want those aliens fucking with Landry or Riggins either. <laughs> but I must say my favorite part of the Battleship board game was the aliens. <laughs> Now it's time for Watch This, Not That. The number one movie at the box office is Think Like a Man, which I have not seen. <laughs> because thinking isn't my thing. And the number two movie is The Pirates! Exclamation point. Band of Misfits. Which, now at this point, really, are they putting... Why are they putting subtitles when it's not even... It's the first movie out of the gate, and it's got, it's got another title. Are people not going to get the idea that The Pirates is about... The Pirates? Do you really need Band of Misfits? Oh, now I get it. I thought it was gonna be about bad pirates, but these are just ones that play pranks. These ones are just misfits. They don't jump onto somebody's yacht and gut everybody. The only time I'll accept it is The Raid Redemption, because that, that's an awesome movie. So watch The Raid, The Redemption, not Think Like a Pirate. <laughs> I just said Think Like a Pirate. That's a movie I would watch. This has been Watch Raid the Redemption. Seriously, watch it. I'll be back at the Houston Improv on Thursday, May 24th. Bring your name tags for a chance to play Leonard Malton game against Graham Elwood. And uh, now it's time to do this. Let's look in the prize bag. From my good friends at the AV Club, who uh, one of the writers for the AV Club, uh, GK, she came out to uh, see the uh, taping we did at the uh, Zanies in Chicago. She was right there to watch me yell at Dan Telfer. And uh, <laughs> I had a great time. And um, she, brought a, uh, she gave me a bag, and then also, I, I'm pretty sure this T-shirt probably says something about the <laughs> AV Club or something connected to the AV Club in some way. What's it say? AV Club. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't know why people don't like listening to this part. I think it's, I think it's really, really engaging. And then I also have, uh, for some reason, somebody brought... Uh, the second year of Law and Order Special Victims Unit. <laughs> and also, a, uh, uh, I, I, somebody gave me this, I forget where I got it from, but it looks kind of cool. Uh, a book called So You Created a Wormhole, The Time Traveler's Guide to Time Travel. By, it took two guys to write it, Phil Hornshaw and Nick Hurwich. Looks like a good book. I, you know, I don't read books. And um, <laughs> I love movies. And, um, <laughs> Oh, AV Club buttons. There's a bunch of buttons. And then uh, still from the Lead Up people who, uh, you know, Lead Up is going to uh, happen all over the country uh, starting in September, I believe. And hopefully I'll show up at some of the shows. And uh, the Lead Up's a lot of fun. And you can get a lot of cool stuff if you buy tickets and go to it. And uh, this particular case, I'm giving away Magic the Gathering. <laughs> this, is, this is a premium deck series. <laughs> This is, this is a six-card all-foil deck. Whatever the fuck that means. Uh, <laughs> and it's called Graveborn, so that, that has to be nothing but awesome, right? And uh, some of you guys might recognize uh, this particular uh, DVD that just came out recently. Does anybody recognize that? 
All right, very cool. So please welcome to the stage Ice Tea Cake Boss and Paul F. Tompkins. No need to throw chairs, Doug. I just, I just said uh, there was an extra chair that we didn't need. Sometimes we have four guests. Tonight we have three. Right. And uh, <laughs> fed up to seven. But tonight we have uh, three guests. And uh, you know I don't normally have an open door policy <laughs> at this show. But, I, you know, when the opportunity uh, came to have you three guys on at the same time, I had to jump on it. Paul F. Tompkins' uh, DVD, it's brand new, right? It's called Laboring Under Delusions. Doug, both of those things are true. It is brand new, and it is called Laboring Under Delusions. That's awesome. Who did the artwork on the cover? That's pretty cool. Uh, The concept was mine, and it was the people at Comedy Central, this guy Bruce Ryan that I worked with on it, and uh, he he brought it to life. Did a great job. I'm very excited about it. Yes, I like it a lot. Now, Cake Boss... Hi, Doug. Cake uh, boss. You thought I forgot. But very polite. It's polite to say hello to someone first. I'm a guest on your show. And then cake boss. That's right, cake boss. <laughs> Have you? You brought. I brought a cake. A cake. <laughs> what else am I going to bring with the boss of cakes? I could hear rumblings in the crowd that they thought, oh, it might be cake boss. Cake boss. Because you brought. Of course it is. Because you brought a cake. That's right. Cake. That's not the way it works. I got very you're strict. Right. You're I got, right, Cake Boss. Cake Boss. I got very strict rules about when I repeat my own name. Actually, it's not my name. It's more of a title. Oh, it's a ladybug. That's right. It's a ladybug. Because it's, it's springtime here in Los Angeles and maybe other parts of the country as well. And look, this ladybug, she got something special to say. There's a little plaque at the bottom, which is also edible, by the way. It's made of fondant of frosting. <laughs> the ladybug, she shakes to you. I'm the boss. <laughs> That's right. She's more of a bug boss. But, but not the cake boss. Not cake boss, cake boss. She's more of a bug boss. No, no. Why would you ever throw a beautiful cake? You're like a barbarian. Like in the Game of Thrones cake that I made recently. <laughs> for the Game of Thrones rap party. <laughs> it pictured a, a smoke man having sex with a barbarian lady. I'm sorry, Cake Boss. Cake Boss. But Ice Tea is here. I know, it's incredible. Exciting. That's amazing. Yo, 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 what's up, Doug? <laughs> you're my favorite, you're one of my top two people on SUV who are not actors. <laughs> But are somehow regulars on SUV. First of all, I hate to correct you on your own podcast. It's SVU. It's not special unit victims. That would be a what? whole different show with, what a, with would a be special. Different about hold this? on a second. Let me pitch this out. It's, that would be like a show about a special unit made up of victims. And that's more like vigilante justice, which, by the way, I do not approve of. 
And also, so I take, what is it really? Also, <laughs> yes. I take issue with you calling me a non-actor. I feel like I've acted long enough that I've earned my stripes as an actor. Maybe you didn't see Tommy and the Cool Mule, where I was the voice of a mule who, who was pretty cool. Well, I wanted to say that, you know, you have been in some movies, and I'm always uh, grateful That's when a guest right. has been in some films. Like me. And, uh, you know, Leonard Maltin, the patron saint who, of... Uh, who, who that? He's a film critic. He has uh, books and Leonard, apps and stuff. Leonard, Leonard Maltin. Maltin. Mm-hmm. Like Maltin Milk Balls? <laughs> like Whoppers? That's my favorite movie snack. You know why? Because it's loud inside my mouth. <laughs> You're supposed to be quiet in the movies, but it's like my own little rebellion going on in there. People get junior mints. They're so soft. That's for weak people. You're, while you're watching a movie, you're killing cops in your mouth. That's right. There's 32 cop killers in there. I get that. That's a reference to the number of teeth you have. Listen, Cake Boss. Cake Boss. We'll be back to you in a second, Cake Boss. <laughs> but Leonard Maldenballs, uh, he um, he gave he gave two or less stars on a scale of bomb to five stars to all of your movies. Oh, hmm. Let me let me ask you a question: Is uh, Leonard Malt by any chance some uh, whack ass old white dude? Is that possible at all? He's at least two out of three of those things. Okay, so, like, this, this Leonard Malton, right? Like, he goes to see a film like Leprechaun in the Hood. He might be like, oh, this is too much for me. Honey, got the kids. That's what I imagine he sounds like. Yeah, he doesn't, like, he doesn't like scary movies. He probably don't even like magical creatures like leprechauns either. Well, they're rarely in movies that aren't scary in some way. The leprechauns. You never seen Darby O'Gill and the Little People? That's, For shame, Doug. Fucking, I thought you loved the movie. That's fucking scary, that movie. It actually is pretty terrifying. Yeah. Thanks for having my back, Paul. Because James Bond is dealing with magical powers and forces beyond his control. I'm trying to talk to Ice-T. Thank you very much. You're welcome. What do I call you, T? Yo, you call me anything. Do I call you Lord? Though. Lord Ice-T? What? I kind of like the sound of that. I don't, I don't mind it. Dame Ice-T. I don't like the sound of that so much. How's Coco doing? Coco's great, man. She's beautiful. We, we're beginning production on a new season of I Love, I love Coco. <laughs> Guess what? Spoiler alert. I still love Coco. I thought you'd do something different in season three, but, you know, stick with what works, I guess. We're also taking it a bit literal, and there's like a romance. There's a what? There's a romantic scene. Between like with a nudity? Between a block of ice and a tin of cocoa. <laughs> I, th I think viewers will get it. Like, long-time viewers will get that inside joke. It's like Arrested Development. You pay attention, you're rewarded later on. So... Malted Milk Balls didn't give any of your movies anything higher than three stars. No, none of your films have gotten four stars. Not that you're responsible for the films, you're just in them. But, uh, but he right. gave... Yeah, you show up and do a damn good job. Yeah, thanks for making that clarification. <laughs> 
But he gave Trespass, directed by the great Walter Hill, uh, three stars. Yeah. That's, that's his most favorite of the uh, Ice-T films. You want to know what my favorite is? I'd love to hear that. I was going to go another way, but... Ricochet. <laughs> you were in that? <laughs> Very insulting. I got to see what Leonard gave that now. I was in, my, now in that movie with my good friend John Lithgow. Go, go, Lithgow was in that with you? Go, go, and I were in that together. He's been a guest on this show, too. What? Yeah. This is how I find out. <laughs> I would love to have the two of you on together sometime. Maybe someday. We'll What's, see. Who's the third person? We can't get Denzel. He was the lead in Ricochet, right? Oh, Denzel, too big for that now. Yeah, well, so Denzel we're going to have to find somebody else. We're going to have to find somebody else to be in it. You know, the friendship I forged with John Lithgow is so vivid in my mind. I kind of can't remember right now who else was in that movie. <laughs> oh, it's interesting. There was a movie in 1986 called Ricochets with an S on the end. And, uh, was that about a bar? Yeah, it was oh, about a pub. Irish it was about an Irish pub <laughs> called Rick O'Shea's. And is there a movie called TGI Fridays? Kick Boss, you're like, uh, you're becoming the new Pete Holmes. <laughs> I'm kidding! I'm, he's more like Dan Telfer. <laughs> Judging from the growth of the audience, that is not a compliment. No, I just mean it's somebody that I have to, like, kind of remind them that, you know, I'm trying to talk to Ice-T oh, sure. right now. How many times did I interrupt? A billion? <laughs> so sorry, Your Majesty Doug Mansion. I didn't, get, I didn't keep track. Let me get my pen out. But, he really didn't interrupt that But much. Leonard, no, he didn't. Honestly. But he did jump in when I was, I'm trying to talk to Ice-T. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm not going anywhere. I, if, if it makes a difference, I was not offended by that jump in. Is that what they call them? Jump ins? <laughs> yeah. When, when people jump in like that? Now I understand you're paying a lot of attention to me because I got the most film cred under my belt. Yeah, and the most entertaining voice. <laughs> I've never talked to you in person That's before. That's insulting! I'm sorry! We, you don't like worked, the way I sound? We've worked together before, Cake Boss. Cake Boss, that's true. <laughs> I forgive you, Doug Badgett. I can't stay mad at you because you're like a little imp. I'm like, I'm a big imp. You I'm, a, I'm an XL imp. You smoke your magic smoke and then it makes you a, a fun-loving creature. <laughs> Two stars for Ricochet from Le Leonard Malton and Milk Balls. And there was more than two stars in it, if that's what he's referring to. Well, yeah, but you can't. talking about the quality of the film, I say, Leonard Maltballs, you better watch that movie again. It was an intense movie. I remember there's a scene where Denzel Washington gets, like, a, a sexy lady, like, sexy forces, lady, forces, right. her, forces his penis, forces into, his her. penis into her. That's yeah. Right. I remember that. Yeah. Wasn't that weird? It was weird at the time. Did you stop by the set that day? Now it's, like, commonplace. You turn on an episode of HBO's Girls, you'll see that every week. <laughs> you and Coco watch Girls together? People seem to get upset at that. I don't think you understand upset. Yo, yo, yo. There was laughter. I, no, two people laughed. Other people, like, I heard a, I heard a, like, a, there was like an un, unheard gasp in the crowd. I just want to go on record right now. Ice-T is not part of the girls' backlash. It is crazy. Girls and Veep have been on for like two or three weeks, and they're already picked up for another season, and the ratings haven't been great. That's HBO. We got we to gotta sweat it out on NBC. <laughs> Me and the Bells. How often do you have to sweat it out? That show is like a staple. They'll never get we rid of it. Doug, we don't take nothing for granted. 
I came up from the streets. It's not like somebody hands me a TV show. Do you think you're that own? is kind of what happened? But <laughs> but you know what? First, that I come up from the streets. Also, did you know? Did you know I wasn't in the first season of SVU? What? Yeah, I can't even imagine it. When I went when I went shopping in my own closet for a DVD box set to bring here. I was like, I'll start people out at the beginning. And I noticed I didn't have season one. And then I looked myself up on IMDb, and I was like, damn, Ice-T's not in season one of SVU? It's like, to me, it was season one when I started, because that was my first season on the show. But it turns out, canonically, that's the second season of SVU. That's weird that you don't know the word chronic, Kelly. I <laughs> Chronologically, chronicologically. He, I think I, he said canonically, which is its own separate word. What does that mean? <laughs> Doug, someone in the crowd said, your own audience has lapped you in word knowledge. Canonically? Canonically, part of the canon. Oh. You Just... learn something new every day, player. I'm just welcome to your new vocabulary. I'm surprised. I'm glad I could open the door for you. You wrote on this uh, DVD. You wrote, "You're special to me." Yeah, and I put I put special in quotes. Yeah, it's like a little joke because special's in the title of the show. That's, that's for fun. Yeah, but you don't ever work unit into what you write on these things. I don't know if it's going to be a man or a woman who gets this thing, man. I don't want to send any mixed messages. Yeah, you probably want to stay away from victims as well. No, man, I always want to help out victims. How many people, how many victims have you think you've helped on, the, on that show over the years? It's been a on... A thousand. How many years? Oh, you, are, you knew the number right away. That yeah. was it. No, I've been was... keeping track. What else are you going to do? You probably have four days off a week, right? That's right. <laughs> you know, Kevin Pollack was in Ricochet Who's with that? you. He, oh, was, he was in Ricochet. I mean, of course he was. <laughs> do you think you're going to be good at the Leonard Maltin game? Do you know how it works? Do you... I don't think I'm going to be good at it. I think I'm going to be great at it. <laughs> First of all, I never even heard of this game, and I'm not sure what happens in it. But I know I'm going to dominate and destroy. Because that's what I do. I come hard like a gangster pimp. <laughs> Well, there's some great prizes that people can win tonight. Can and, I talk uh, down? Oh, I'm so sorry. Listen. I tried to wait as long as I could, but I get so excited. I want to talk to you, Doug Benchin. Have you been to the movies lately, Cake Boss? Yeah, Cake Boss. What did you see? I saw that movie uh, where Julia Roberts plays the mean queen. Because uh, everybody's in fancy clothes, and I thought, oh, Masha Cabell, there's got to be some cakes in that movie. <laughs> Were there any cakes in Mirror Mirror? Two. <laughs> Two birthdays are celebrated over the course of the film? At different occasions. Uh, they were not very <laughs> elaborate cakes. It was a little disappointing. No ladybugs? It, none at all. <laughs> it, it distracted me from the movie-going experience because I was like, oh, if only these fictional characters had called me to make the cakes. <laughs> So Paul F. Tompkins is here as well. Yes. And uh, ha have you been to the uh, cinema of late? 
And I have to thank the three of you. Like, I'm so used to shows where the guests are constantly stepping all over each other. And I really appreciate how polite everyone is tonight. We you all made, take your turn. We discussed it backstage, because these guys, you know, I'm, I'm, of course, a veteran of the, of the show. And I told those guys, uh, you know, there's a lot of crosstalk on the show from time to time. So let's try to make sure that doesn't happen. I was on board with that, because I was like, we're not doing like, uh, you know, what's his name? Robert Altman or whatever, right? Oh, his movies, they all just not talk over be each like other. It's over, annoying. Yeah, yeah, overlapping dialogue. That's both the land realism. It, it's fake to me because I live in a polite society where people wait their turn. Yeah, like on the show Entourage, those four guys always waited for their lines before they spoke. They never interrupted each other. What I liked about Entourage was all the dead spaces between dialogue. <laughs> Did you like anything about Entourage Ice-T? I like when four dudes can hang out together and they got each other's back. That's like me and the Bells. Oh, you and the Bells are tight? Super tight. Because he was the other non-actor I was joking around about earlier. Maybe you didn't see Night Shift. That Ron Howard movie that was Michael Keaton's big screen debut? The same. No. I didn't. It's worth seeing. <laughs> Michael Keaton's pretty funny in it. He carries around like a little pocket tape recorder. He's always shouting ideas into it because he's like an entrepreneur. And it's got Shelley Long at her most tolerable. <laughs> Man, Doug. <laughs> that's unkind. I, also, I like, kind of like her, though, actually. So, yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> Fucking money pit. Am I right, Cake Boss? Is that a yes or a no? Yeah, it's both. It's like shalom. <laughs> you know, you know, certain cultures have words that mean both yes and no. It's not, not at all confusing. Like, like aloha. Like aloha. <laughs> shalom means yes and no. Aloha, right? Right. That's why when people, whenever I approach them or walk away from them, they're like, aloha, yes or no. Because they're such a laid-back country. They're in or they're out. I like it. Now, Paul, you're rumored, according to IMDb, <laughs> yes, IMDb, you're rumored to be playing uh, Jaime. Jaime, yes, in Kill, Kill Me, Me Deadly. Deadly. Yeah, we talked about this last time. We, we did. The show. Yes. Why is there? Why that is rumor there, still out? Why there? can't we get a new rumor going on IMDb? The project is uh, awaiting funds. Oh, and that is, is it on, like, is it on it Kickstarter? Up. It is not. I don't believe it is on Kickstarter. That's what they should do it. They should just get on Kickstarter. The this the the producers want to do it all themselves. The people, well, not the producers. The people that are that uh, created the movie want to do it all themselves. And they shot some stuff like a sort of teaser trailer, but they don't have uh, completion funds to make the full film. Oh, but can we watch the teaser trailer? I believe so. I think it's still online. All right. It's called Kill Me Deadly. That's right. Check it out. And if you're like a you know wealthy industrialist. <laughs> If you're an eccentric millionaire... Yeah, then, you know, if you're Richard Branson, give him a call and say, if you put some hot air balloons and kill me deadly, I will back it. If Richard Branson backs it, then they could show the movie in space. Yeah, it could be the in-flight movie on the trip to space. That's right. I'm on the wait list for that, by the way. <laughs> for the civilian space trip. Now, I've got another question for Cake Boss before we uh, move on to the... Uh, <laughs> The um, I've I've got a new podcast, a kind of a side project, if you will. Oh, a, a side podcast. This is exciting. 
It's called Dining with Doug and Karen. It's me and my friend Karen Anderson and two people. What happens? Two people clap. We dine, and we in hell. and we also ampersand, and it's called. That's why it's called Dining with Doug and Karen. And um, but maybe Cake Boss could be a guest on Cake that Boss? sometime. We could Ooh, just. Have, I like food. Have a bunch of desserts. We can that eat you make. Yeah. Do you know my favorite meal is Doug? <laughs> I gotta guess. Dessert for dinner. <laughs> Most parents won't allow it. The farthest they'll go is breakfast. They think it's exotic enough for children, but every child secretly longs for dessert for dinner. You should make pancake-flavored cakes. Ugh. <laughs> they should make cake-flavored pancakes. Shape. <laughs> Shaped like a shaped like a ladybug. Who wouldn't want that? You gotta have a cake, and then you get this heavy doughy pancake. Does anyone? Bad idea, dog. <laughs> Does anyone hunger for games? I do. Me. Let's do this. All right, so let's play a quick uh, build a title, and since uh, Paul F. Tompkins knows. Knows he knows the game. Yes, we'll start with him. Okay, and then we'll move to uh, Cake Boss is probably slightly, <laughs> slightly more familiar with it, even though somewhat. <laughs> and then Ice T, who probably has no idea. None. <laughs> I think you'll figure it out as we go, though. Yo, you didn't ask me if I've seen any movies. We gotta play this game. <laughs> Real quick, Doug. Because it's a twist answer. Have you seen any movies lately, Ice-T? No, but I've seen some television recently. I've seen this show called Saturday Night Live. And I've seen this guy, Fred Armiston. And he's like imitating me. And I'm like, who this guy think he is imitating Ice-T? He don't sound nothing like me. So you don't like any... You, do, has anybody ever imitated you to Not perfection? Not to my knowledge. Turn off you the never TV like to hear disgust. it. <laughs> the same guy does President Obama. Is that the same guy? Yeah. Oh, I like the President Obama guy. He's the guy, you know, they have the one white guy that plays all the black characters because they don't have, oh, there's that one black guy that doesn't play those characters that's on the show this year. It's, it's really weird. Is Jay Farrow just standing around all the time with his arms crossed? Why is all these going to Fred Armisen? I don't know about the backstage life of these people, though. <laughs> Nor should you. Let's play Build a Title. Let's do it! <laughs> suggested, suggested by Robert Provost. Protocol? <laughs> On Twitter. Provost Protocol. You That's should not I have questioned him. that one. You should have, that was absolutely appropriate. <laughs> you should have charged right in. <laughs> I like to, you know, sneak them in sometimes. He suggested, Paul, all dogs go to heaven. So you need, of course, just to ex help explain it to Mr. T. Do people call you Mr. T? And do you pity those fools? I feel sorry for those dumb people. <laughs> that should be your catchphrase. <laughs> it applies to child molesters, too. Right. You could say it on SUV. Um, I just want to go on the record again. I do not feel sorry for child molesters. <laughs> 
I meant dudes that expose themselves yeah, no, on the I know subway. It's good, it's good to clarify these things. Well, I don't think I feel sorry for them either. It's weird. That's why you're such a good cop. You have no empathy for people who break the law. That's right. Yeah. Zero tolerance. The title is All Dogs Go to Heaven. All Dogs Go to Heaven. Uh-huh. I'm going to say All Dogs Go to Heaven's Gate. Nicely done. <laughs> the weird, weird, gi- weird giggle in the crowd for some reason. Oh, it started. <laughs> <laughs> the game didn't end immediately. All right, what do you think, gate boss? Close one, dog. <laughs> but you can't fool me. I try. A for effort. It's all dogs go to heaven, so you need something that ends in all, or the, you know, the sound of all, or it begins with gate. Or I'm gonna part say, of the sound. Okay, of the, I got it. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say money ball on ah, nice. the heaven's gate. You're good at this cake boss. Okay, Money ball goes to heaven's gate. All right, all do- money ball dogs go to heaven's gate. So I was I was thinking it might be legends of the fall dogs, but that was money balls really nice. Does this make any sense to you, Ice T? I think I got it. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. Here's what I gotta say. Money ball dogs go to heaven's gate-legged freaks. Oh, that's right. Very nice. I love horror movies. That's why I'm almost exclusively in horror movies. Did you know I was supposed to be in Terms of Endearment? What? The Jeff Daniels role. A Eight. professor at a school That's who's right. cheating on Deborah Winger. That's right. Eight callbacks. Last thing I heard was they were going another way. <laughs> yeah, they were, go- they were going for some not colorblind casting. It's not right. Wait. Yeah. That was right, right? Yeah. It was okay. color-sighted casting. <laughs> so now we're back to Paul. Who needs Fine. to finish with money or begin with freaks? Which is something I say all the time. <laughs> it's kind of my mantra. Mm. I'm going to finish with money or begin with freaks. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> Got a sad goth girl in the front row. Is a stare down a regular part of your podcast? <laughs> also, sad goth is really redundant. <laughs> they look happy when they have their umbrellas, right? When they're out in the sunshine, they got their umbrellas. <laughs> Flying around like Mary Poppins. All right, money ball dogs go to heaven gate like it freaks. What do you think, Paul? Oh, it's tough because both money and... <laughs> Freaks are movies by themselves. Um, <laughs> and freaks, it's always tough when the, the S on the freaks is going to kind of mess that up, I think. It's going to be hard to negotiate. Oh, so I, I, don't, think, I think ending with I that. don't know if you're going to allow this. Okay, let's find out. There is a movie <laughs> called, it was just like eight S's in a row. Yeah. It starred Dirk Benedict. That's right. So if you would allow it, 
Let me let me see what Leonard has to say. See what Leonard has to Let's say about. Let's check in with Leonard real quick. Yeah, because I remember this movie called. But I I don't know about. I think yeah I think you're right. I think there was a movie. Oh, called do you that. think so? I think so. Because I already knew that I was. <laughs> Why if I was gonna make a movie up? Is that, what am I, Graham Elwood? movie that's so just uh, an ellipses and two Leonard, quotes? Leonard does not recognize all those S's. Let me do a few less S's. Okay, I got the right number of S's. <laughs> it's actually six S's. It's just, I was yes. really close. Yeah, yeah, you nailed it. Do you know who stars in it? Dirk Benedict. Oh, no, but uh, li- li- top build above him. Helen Mirren. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Turns out it's Struther Martin. <laughs> He's the top He's built, the top built person in it. Wow. That yeah. must be a great movie. He's the fifth. <laughs> Some the... old man running around with a bunch of snakes. <laughs> you snakes and I, we got a failure to communicate, or whatever the fuck he said. And that, yeah, that, movie with, that movie with people eating a lot of eggs. <laughs> cool hand eggs. What? Do they ever do anything else with these eggs like a bacon They don't make a cake, cake boss. Oh, cake boss. Forget about it. I'm about to see that movie. <laughs> Leonard gave three stars. You gotta be kidding. <laughs> yeah, and Ice T's not even in it. And yet somehow it's a critically acclaimed horror movie. Well well done horror tale of a doctor who finds a way of transforming men into King Cobra. What into one King Cobra? Yeah, I don't know why it says it that way. It should be Cobras, right? Way to go, Lena Ball Ball. Hey, do you know why I wasn't in that movie, Doug? Why? They were afraid of how I'll pronounce it doing the promo for it. Yeah, they didn't want to. They didn't want to insult you. That's ableism. Yeah. <laughs> Money ball dogs go to heaven's gate. Legged freaks. Successes. Now everyone's gonna use when when there's an S on the end. This is like Scrabble. There's little tricks you learn along the way. All right, so then we go to CB. Is it me? Yeah, I think you're after Paul. It's not Mr. T. Mm-mm. I feel sorry for you, you dumb person. <laughs> oh, it worked. There's movies that end in money. There's gotta be, right? <laughs> I don't know if there's too many movies to begin can, with. Can you think of some? <laughs> I guess you could. I guess once you have this, you could just say any movie that begins with an S, right? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can try one, and we'll see what happens. Stop or my mom will shoot. <laughs> okay, Ice T. We've got money, ball, dogs go to heaven's gate, legged freaks. Stop or my mom will shoot. Stop or my mom will shoot the moon. Oh. Fearing drama starring <laughs> Albert Finney. Yeah. That movie made me sad. And Diane Keaton. That's right. I know that's right. <laughs> You're big into confirming things that people You're already know. You're a defiant know. group. Dog, <laughs> oh, you being a little condescending. <laughs> no, but you are three guests who don't interrupt each other, but also you coming at me. You I, got. Uh, we came to play. Yeah. So we're back to Paul again. Fine. This is a ma- This is a great title we've got building here. Marquees are trembling all over the world. 
Do you have something that ends in money or begins with moon, Paul? Yes. Moon over Parador. Oh. Was that where Richard Dreyfus played multiple roles? That's right. Yes, it was. <laughs> it starred Richard Dreyfus. And Richard Dreyfus. And Richard Dreyfus. Not just the two. He only had two parts? I think It was so, yeah. like uh, Prince and the Pauper, where they yeah, traded Yeah, he looked places. like this dictator, yeah. He should have played a third part, like a guy eating lasagna and... and or no, spaghetti. Remember... <laughs> Remember in 1941 when, Jim, when John Belushi was just eating spaghetti and something fell on him and he went, eh, and that was his whole, oh, I never, that was his whole other part. I guess I have not seen that movie because I don't remember that at all. Did I say 1941? You did. Okay, good. <laughs> I was worried I just said some. some <laughs> uh, shoot the moon over Parador. Wow, that's going to be, oh no, it isn't. It's going to be a simple one, I think. So now we're back to Cake Boss. Cake Boss. Money ball dogs go to heaven's gate like a freak stopper. My mom will shoot the moon over Parador. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Think this through, Cake Boss. Cake Boss. <laughs> that was weird, Doug Benson. <laughs> I was concentrating too hard on movies with a door sound. I'm gonna say, oh, Moon Over Parrot Doors, directed by Oliver Stone. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking Door on the Floor, but I like Parrot Doors. I wasn't sure if that was a movie or not. <laughs> it was. It was with, a book first, right? Yeah, with Jeff Bridges was in the movie. Was it a John, door, door in the Floor? A John Irving novel. <laughs> it sounds familiar. Doesn't Door on the Floor sound like a, what was the one with the cabinet or the dresser that was a... Okay, so we're back over to Ice-T. Were you thinking of The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? Chronicles of Narnia? No. I was thinking of Aragon. Yeah, they, had, they, walk, they walk into a mini-fridge to get to a world of dragons in that movie. Yeah, you What's haven't this? seen Nobody's seen it. Yeah, no one can disagree with me. I, I want to see this The movie. facts are on the table now. Look, it's a mini-fridge in a Hampton Inn. Is there Thor's and stuff? They don't even have mini-fridges at Hampton Inn. What? I didn't realize you were such a Hampton Inn expert. Would well, you like I better? saw that movie Young Adult with uh, Charlize Theron. That's right. And uh, she goes to eat a cookie there at the front desk at the Hampton Inn. And That's the girl right. goes, that's only for, you know, our Hampton Inn special VIPs or whatever. And that's not true. If you're staying in Hampton, you get the cookies. Maybe that desk lady didn't like the cut of her gym. <laughs> she was like, you look like you got emotional problems. Yeah, she was, she was, she was lying about having a dog in her that's bag right. that was moving around. You know what? Liars don't get cookies. That's right. That's the law of the streets, Doug. Now we have the catchphrase for you on SUV. You liars just have to go, get liars don't get cookies. I'm going to work that in. That will stop crime. I'm going to get Bell to like set you me up for that. He'll do like a trademark shade tip. What do you think? Do you have anything that begins with doors and you can't use again? Or anything that ends with money? That We've never had to say that out loud. You can't use a title that's already been used a second time. <laughs> should go without saying, right? It should, but now I'm saying it. 
I feel like you don't trust me. Because most title, most things that you say sound like you sound like like that. Yeah, I think I. Get you it. brought it up earlier. I didn't. Yeah, I, I did, brought it I up didn't, earlier. I didn't start it. It's one thing when I say. <laughs> Pushing my buttons, Doug. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll pronounce it right from now on. It's SVU. <laughs> People are on my side. We still don't got one for money, right? No, and we're running out of time. We're two minutes over. Oh, pardon me. I'm sure it's my fault. I'm going to say two for the money. Yes. Who was in that? Was that Catherine Heigl? Everybody. <laughs> it was a star-studded cast. Leonard Maltballs gave it all the stars in the heavens. I'm just double-checking on that. He was like, I love this more than juice. Oh, no. I was wrong. That was, it was Al Pacino and Matthew McConaughey, and it was about professional gambling. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Yeah, it was directed by DJ Caruso. Can you block things on your Netflix queue? <laughs> I'd never want to see that. <laughs> All right, well, uh, Mr. T has really set up Paul for a sweet spot here because he just has to come up with something that ends in the word two. Something that ends in the word two. Mm-hmm. But it's got to be, well, it could just sound like that. The word too. It doesn't have to be T-W-O. It could be T-O-O. I would go with T-W-O. We're going with hominids. thousands of movies. <laughs> but there's also... Here's why. Because the first thing I thought of was Teen Wolf 2, which is T-O-O. Because it's fun. <laughs> Works either way. You want to go with it? Yeah. Teen Wolf 2. For the monies. Bald. Dogs go to heaven. <laughs> Skate. <laughs> Legged freaks. Stop. Or my mom will shoot the moon over a pair of doors. Wow. Legendary title. I, I wouldn't expect these three minds to be able to pull this off. It's teamwork. Yeah. You guys are doing great. So, uh, so who's up next? Uh, Cake Boss. Cake Boss. Hmm. Hmm. What does Cake Boss want to say? Has to end in teen. Has to end in teen or begin with doors. Oh, I've already got one. Jordan's got one. Oh, great. I'm glad everybody in the room has one except the cake box. Sometimes it's not easy being cake. <laughs> Boss. Cake box. <laughs> Comedy Bang Bang has been canceled for the night. It's going to be three more hours of this. I'm in. I'm in. I wouldn't say no. That's not going to happen. A lot of these people already saw a Rob Delaney show. They're getting a lot of show tonight. Yeah. What? When was Rob Delaney? He show? did a show earlier tonight, what Paul. What time? At 6 o'clock, right? 
Six. The, where's the fire, Rob From Delaney? Six to seven. <laughs> yeah. And he, and he didn't. And he didn't. <laughs> I'm glad so many people in the audience backed you up. It's true. That did happen. <laughs> there were murmurs of assent all around. We were, they were here. No, Rob Delaney could never do a show that early. It's impossible. I'll never believe it. Who wants, or it didn't happen. Who wants to hear tweets at happy hour? He doesn't do his tweets. He doesn't do his tweets, you guys. He's got a whole comedy act. He doesn't just read his tweets. Does he do some of his tweets, though? I don't think he does a single one. I like when people do tweets, Doug. <laughs> What's your name on Twitter, Cake Boss? Cake Boss, Cake Boss. <laughs> you have to say it again and when you wrote your name in. That's right. That's what you do is whenever you recognize Here's it. Here's what I do. You add I, it again. I write it and then I delete the second one. <laughs> so no one sees it, but I know that it was there. I think you got mental problems. Yeah. <laughs> That's like some OCD. I haven't been diagnosed, but I'm on the spectrum. <laughs> Safe to say. <laughs> Whose turn is it and why? <laughs> <laughs> it's your turn. And you need something that ends in teen or begins with doors. So, you might be out. But I, I know. Like I said, I thought of one. I'm, I feel like I'm on the edge of one. I hate to be the one that ends it. <laughs> but wait, is it over? I'm just out. Oh, do we have a gentleman's be out, agreement? We skip you, and then it's down to Paul and Ice T to okay to fight it out. Boy, oh boy. I mean, you're so stumped. I bet they are too. I'm trying to make I'm trying to make noises to jog some movies from my memory. Don't give Don't give Graham Elwood ideas for how to how to stall. Train. I don't know how to make a train noise. Okay, you're out, Cake Boss. Go, Cake Boss. Yeah, but nice try. Thanks for the applause, everybody. I, I played with my heart. Does Ice-T have anything, or are we going to call Paul F. Tompkins the winner with, his, with his Teen Wolf 2? Put a good stopper in there. There's got to be something that ends with teen. There's got to be a bridge word to get me from doors to something else. can't think of nothing. I can feed. I just thought, of, well, I've got one for both ends. Um, good good for you, Which is another Doug. thing I like to say on weekends. You're so good at this game, maybe you should play it sometime. I do, right now. In my own way. In that cheating way. Dick Clark used to always run over on, on the pyramid, and he'd say, he'd say one that the guy didn't think of, and they'd always get it, and he'd, he'd act that. like, I'm so great at this. It's like, no, you're not. You're sitting on the sidelines, just waiting for your chance. To be fair. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's about how he died recently. That's, that's what I was talking about. To be fair, I think Mr. Clark was not trying to show off for people. I think he was just trying to say, would this have gotten you there? That's exactly where I'm at right now. He's not like pulling an Alex Trebek where it's like, nope, you didn't get that. And I'm, I know everything. Like, I'm Uatu the Watcher up on the moon. I, I see you not get it, but I'm forbidden to interfere. I'm there now, so let's, let's call it, let's say that Paul's the winner. Is that, oh, is that okay? fine. I don't care. Oh, it's a bit of a bittersweet victory. And people were not... I won by default. Of course, you could have gone with 17. 
I don't. I, I, Seventeen. Oh uh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I love. I fucking love this one. Paradorson and me. Orson and me, I motherfucker. I couldn't think of the name of that movie. <laughs> and I thought Orson was the second word. I couldn't remember. Yeah, I right. Knew Orson I had... was in the title. Hey, everybody. Producer Ryan here. Doug is thinking of the 2008 film Me and Orson Welles. Nicely done. Paul ah, Tompkins, indeed. everybody. Now, I'm sorry if I didn't explain this clearly backstage to Ice-T and Cake Boss, but the, the, Cake th- Boss. the three of you now need to go out into the audience, as we always do, and pick name tags of who you would like to play for in what will hopefully be a very rapid version of uh, the Leonard Malton game because we're running a little behind uh, schedule. I'll say my plugs while you go out and do that. Jordan's right there in the front row, but he, he didn't bring his baseball. He's The one week where somebody wants to use his name tag, he, he sat that one out. I'll be at the Punchline in Atlanta this Sunday, May 6th. Oh, oh, wait, I just heard that was sold out, so take, I take that back. And I'll be, at, I'll be doing the Benson Interruption at Nerd Mountain, Los Angeles on Thursday, May 10th. I'll be at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana, May 19th and 20th. No Indianapolis stop this time, so make the drive, you guys. It's only about an hour. All right, what do you got? What do you got, fellas? I'm playing for Noah, right? Is that your name? He got what does it say? Of, he got a poster of Bill Cosby. Oh, okay. <laughs> Noah is a very funny fellow, right? It's a play on the Bill Cosby routine uh, where Bill Cosby is Noah. Excuse me, Dr. Cosby. <laughs> He's Noah from the Bible getting the instructions from God, and it's like, this shit is crazy. That's the subtext of the bit. I am playing, playing for Paul? I'm playing for Krista. It's very simple. It's just a name tag. Like, it's a, a keychain uh-huh. with her name on it. But you know what? She had a, a, a fresh, smiling face. <laughs> and I said, and she has glasses. And I thought, the world is against her. <laughs> <laughs> there, are f- there are fewer libraries these days. That's right. She's, gonna she's got nothing to do. I'm going to fight for Krista. It's also, uh, no, she looks like a nice person. Krista is the name of a dear friend of mine. Uh, so why not? Sure. And then, who's Cake Boss have? Let's ask him. <laughs> this one I got. It's uh... So when Paul Tompkins says Cake Boss, you don't say Cake Boss? No. <laughs> That's the one person that won't get a Cake oh, Boss wait. out of you when he says Cake, cake boss? boss? Cake Boss, Cake Boss, Cake Boss. You said oh, <laughs> Beetlejuice is here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what happens if somebody says my name three times and then I... Oh, they get infested with ladybugs. Don't any... Oh. Not cakes. Don't anybody look at the mirror and say my name three times. <laughs> you won't catch me doing cake, comma, boss. This is who close one technicality. <laughs> it's also boss, comma, cakes. Boss, comma, cakes. Uh, this one, who did I get this from? Pauline? Pauline, is your name Pauline? Mm-hmm. And who's this fellow that's been photoshopped onto the poster? Oh, that's me. <laughs> what, is you with a mustache? Yeah, it's like a and bad a, guy mustache. And you got a fancy hat on, like a top hat. Yeah, it's a twirly mustache and a top hat. I like how, even though it's a, a Photoshop picture, it's still a cheap looking top hat. <laughs> like you, you could have got any picture of a top hat on the internet, <laughs> and you got one that looks like it's made of plastic. <laughs> 
Oh, it gets funnier every <laughs> appearance that he does on these kinds uh, of shows. I'm not trying to be funny. Oh, well, it's, it's not. That's it's rude. not working then. All right. Did anybody write their shitheads on the back? Because that's the thing that people Nobody. do. They write their oh, oh, there's no one. one okay. No one so don't reveal that one. But Krishna but we'll ask the others and uh, to come this up. other person, they don't seem to have done it. That's true, Cake Boss. Cake Boss, happy dog. <laughs> Very. Let's burn through this. Let's do one round. I love it. That's one round, winner just, take all. I was just going to suggest Well, that. I said it first. So I get the credit for that idea. History will show, Doug. <laughs> I'm always, it happens week to week. I'm the last person who should be hosting this show. I'm just here. That's what the message board says. I just, yeah. <laughs> we love everything about it, except for Doug. Can't somebody else And we're not movies? crazy about movies. <laughs> I don't know why I listen to it. Because of love. That's all it takes. The greatest love. of these is love. Okay, Paul, if Tompkins hits, pick a category, then we'll go to Ice-T to switch it up and go the other way around, and again, hopefully he'll understand how this works. Stay-at-home buzz suggested, let the right one in, and that's films made by Edgar Wright. Narrows it down considerably. I can think of six. (laughs) At Dr. Thunderbottom suggested... Probst Protocol. That's as in Jeff Probst, and it's movies that have a, a wilderness survival kind of theme to them. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, the Dez, the D E S, D E D E S, D E Z, the D E Z, the D E S. Ah, there we go. Suggested. Who did a bee get in here? <laughs> it's okay, ladybug. I want to eat that cake so bad, by the way. I know you do. <laughs> the Dez suggested me love you wrong time, which is which is time travel romance films. <laughs> nice work, Dez. I'll, I'll allow it. Oh, sure. Why not? I don't care for that. <laughs> okay, Paul F. Tompkins. Paul F. Tompkins. I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm going to choose uh, uh, Let the Right One In in honor of a uh, friend of the show, Edgar Wright. Nice. He has been involved in some capacity in about six motion pictures, I think. Oh, I see where this is headed. You, you, yeah, he's not. Be. He's not necessarily the director, perhaps. I know you're forbidden to say. <laughs> he gives Leonard gives this movie three stars. It's the year is 2007, and he says about this film that <laughs> that it has this part of it where you just read silently. <laughs> The movie has familiar faces in it. Nice description, Len, if you're listening. And he also says that this movie is an homage to something. Right? Terrible clue, considering the category. 
because uh, he's very homage And did you see homage with uh, Robin Williams? <laughs> And no, I went by myself. <laughs> <laughs> and he lists. Ha! <laughs> 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 variation on Jimmy Parker. That's a corny old joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're, uh, there are three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine names. Ten names. What's the year? <laughs> and how many more names are going to be added? <laughs> I'm going with ten names, and the year is 2007. Okay. And Leonard gives it three stars. Okay. And Paul gets to start off the bidding. How many names do you think you can get it in? Uh, zero names. Oh. <laughs> Impressive. Now what happens? We've got to go to Ice-T and explain to him that you can go into negative names. You don't got to explain nothing, Ice-T. <laughs> okay, t- then you tell me what, you should, what should happen right now. I'm going to name that movie in negative one name. <laughs> You've never heard the podcast before. Nope. But you know what? I've been playing games all my life. Okay, so we gotta go to Cake Boss. Cake Boss! (laughs) Who... Who? Needs possibly explain to him that you can go negative more names, and that's reading the names from the top of the Let me explain to you. I'm gonna go negative two names. Okay, we're back to Paul F. Tompkins. That's right, we are. Cake Boss. Cake Boss? <laughs> did you expect these guys to be this competitive? I really did. In a didn't. game they've never even heard of? I really didn't. Because the last time, I, last time I was here, I played with Andrew Lloyd Webber and uh, Gary Marshall. Yeah. Neither of whom they didn't pick have, it up they very could not well. have cared less about the game. Yeah, they were. And it was frustrating for me because I was invested. Yeah. So it's exciting to have strong competitors. Exactly. That's probably why you brought them with you. You know why? Because that brings my game up. When I'm playing against people You're who are You're playing better than ever, I've ever seen you play I, re- I really feel like I am. You're really, Not really only dominating try- two very strong players. I'm going to try a little strategy here. Okay. This is crazy. And I'm going to say, Cake Boss. Cake Boss! Name that movie. Oh, you think I can't do it? How many names do you have? To, negative three? Negative two. Okay. Hey, don't add a negative thing. Don't mention it. You're just a, so good at it. This I is was... a high wire act I'm performing over here. I don't, I don't need you uh, hovering on a string and like blowing on me to tip me over. Okay, watch your step. Would you like the clues again? Yeah. You get three names. But the clues are... What? No, what? <laughs> I'm naming it a negative two names. Thank God you said that, because I was, <laughs> I was about to start blurting out names. <laughs> I can't believe you're so good at this. <laughs> all I'm freaking doing, me out. All I'm doing is barely paying attention. <laughs> but it's negative two. This is not like... Negative quiz, two names. It's not like quiz show. But I'm going to give you the clues again. Three stars from give me the Mr. Clues. Leonard Bolton. Three stars from balls. Leonard Bolton. Balls. 2007. Familiar faces. Obagi. Tell me the name of the movie and the top two build performers in the right order. Do you know if you say Obagi at the beginning three times, Quentin Tarantino makes another Kill Bill movie? <laughs> 
but, but I'm gonna do that. No, don't do I'm it. I'm gonna do it. I don't, don't do kill it. Movie. I don't want to see any more feet. <laughs> I was right about the feet. I brought it up on the last show, and everyone was like, "What do you mean the feet?" Yeah. Uma Thurman. He got a feet. problem. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you know, look, 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 uh, like what you like, what you like. God love you, but uh, don't shove it in my face. <laughs> Especially if it hit the foot. What's the, what's what do I name? do? I give name you the, the title film? first? Yes, sir. Is that movie Hot Fudge? <laughs> Just to be clear, who challenged you? Was it Paul F. Tompkins? Yes. Okay. Just, Just want to be clear on that. Okay, and then what are the top two build names? Shia Peg and Nick Frost. <laughs> well, that doesn't matter because the movie is Grindhouse. <laughs> Terrible movie. I forgot all about it and how much I didn't like it. What do you, but let me ask. I didn't like it so much, I didn't see it. Do any of you, do any of the three of you know, think they can guess the top two build people in the right order? No. I don't think so. No. It's Rose McGowan and Freddie Rodriguez. Yeah, so all that bold billing was having me go, are you kidding me? Are you really gonna fucking knock this one out and make it happen and do well, it up? I've disgraced my family. <laughs> I've dishonored the profession of baking. And uh, I have no choice but to later on commit ritual suicide. So goodbye, everybody, from the cake box forever. <laughs> We're never going to hear from you again? Nope. Oh. How are we going to get ladybug cakes? I don't know. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> Go to the cake assistant. Maybe he can sort you out. But the bonds of cakes is to be no more. It is time I depart this mortal realm. <laughs> okay, boss. I haven't even, I've, I've lost the right to repeat things that people say. I know it's sad, audience. Finally, a tearjerker episode. <laughs> That's what the message boards were saying. Not enough sad ending. (laughs) So, Paula Tompkins, you're our winner. Yeah! I won. And we only went over by about 16 to 21 minutes. What time were we We supposed to finish? We started a few minutes late. 8.15? Yeah, it's 8.39. We did start about three minutes late, so... We're supposed to end at 8.15? Yeah, it always ends at 8.15. 7.30 to 8.15. No, it it never ends at 8.15. It gets pretty close sometimes. On, on occasion. All right. I'm not taking... I th- if I think it's going to be a long one, I'll warn, them ahead. I'll warn Scott Ackerman because I, I feel bad that we're cutting into... We are not taking the fall for this. I agree. You're supposed to be the captain of this ship. You think, you think Dan Florek would put up with this kind of nonsense? If me and the bell started straight clowning? He'd be like, get out of my office. Go solve some crimes. Also, if you do a crossover, say hi to Sam Waterston. You're not going to fucking believe this. This is the craziest fucking coincidence. When I was looking for, I always do a category, you know, born today. Sure. And like Wes Anderson was born today. But again, that narrows it down to six movies. And uh, Julie Benz from Dexter and uh, Buff, uh, not Buffy, but uh, the other one. Um, <laughs> the spinoff show with the dude, Angel. Uh, Joanna Lumley from, uh, you know, that show over in England. Well, the, since we're late, name ten more people. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fabulous. App tap. Right, Cake Boss? 
Okay, boss. That does seem like a fun one to say. FM, FM. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> I am not lying to you. I almost picked it as a category. Celebrating a birthday today, 62 years old, Dan Florek. You guys, you guys have already forgotten that he just mentioned Dan Florek Yo, in his uh, you think, SUV room. You think I didn't send that guy an edible arrangement today? <laughs> Who was it from? Was it from? It was from me. What are you talking about? But, but it was an edibles, edible arrangement made by no, Cake Boss? Not, no. Cake Boss? No. <laughs> uh, edible arrangement, just fruit. It's not cakes. They should call those barely edible arrangements because you want to eat a bunch of fruit. What is this, school? Krista wins the prize bag. Where's Krista at? Where are you at with your glasses? Oh, you do look nice. Yeah, I was worried you might not. What's this? You don't get a shithead because you won. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep your shithead to yourself, shithead. She does get a cake. <laughs> That's nice calling a lady a shithead. Well, I have to do it on many shows. Surprised we can hear you from inside your suit of armor. <laughs> and, uh, and so there's no shithead on the back of uh, your name no. tag, Cake Boss. So could, could whoever provided, where's Pauline at? Oh, there you are. Could you run up here for a second and write down a, let's do some plugs, Paul. Do you have any? Yes, I do, Doug. What's coming up for you? When this drop? This will plop on Friday. All right. Uh, May Where's Pauline? She's working Saturday, away. Saturday, May 12th, I will be going to Minneapolis uh, to return to Pepito's Parkway Theater um, to do a new hour of stand-up from the last time I was there. And then I will be returning to Austin, Texas, the 26th and 27th, closing out the uh, Austin Sketchfest. Um and uh, doing two nights at the 29th Street Ballroom. All tickets available at paulftompkins.com. Nice plugs. Also, the Pod F. Tomcast is coming back. Thanks, everybody. Would you listen to that, Ice-T? Hell no. <laughs> I ain't even gonna listen to this. <laughs> I think most of the guests don't listen to, go, why, go listen to the one they were on. Why would they? <laughs> Do you have anything to plug? SUV coming back in the fall? SUV coming back in the fall. Me, me and the bells out there cracking heads, solving crimes, turning it over to order. Ice tea, everybody. That is weird. This whole time you've only really had half a show. That's right. <laughs> okay. It's an easy week. <laughs> and Cake Boss. Cake Boss. What uh, you got coming up? Well, in addition to uh, killing myself uh, because, of, <laughs> because of the shame I've brought to my entire family all the way back to Italy, uh, I'm just going to be making some more cakes. Oh, Everybody's awestruck by the appearance of the ladybug cake. Look, I even made some, some frosted grass. Don't forget to get your cake, Krista, before you, before you go. Yeah. Of course, Krista, you, you the, want the cake. You want the cake. But I'm going to get a picture of all the guests with the cake. As you want the as whole I, kid and cake poodle. As soon as I wrap this up, let's hear it from my guest, Paul Tompkins, Ice Tea. And Cake Boss. Cake Boss. And as always, Chalmers Char, Char, Tea Butter Sauce is a shithead. And then it says, he knows, he knows why. He does. And Werner Herzog is a shithead. <laughs> now it's time we're done to watch another 